What up, Uneducated Duel Podcast fam? My name is Pablo. And I'm Gerald. And this is motherfucking episode 30. Yay, we did it. How long? Three decades, bro. Three decades? No, it's more like six months? Yeah, about six months. Something like that, I think. I'm not sure. This is a milestone, man. We should be celebrating. I don't have a cake or anything. I don't have any groceries. (laughs) I have like... A couple frozen pizzas and some bagel bites. That's all you need for a good party, man. Just a little bit of gaming, but we always start these episodes with a one gotta go. Got a pretty good one today. Trying to keep it educational. Yeah, we did like core, the core school subjects. So like the ones that they fucking make you take for like your whole school career, pretty much. Yeah, even... Literally your whole school career in college, they make you take these. So uh, we did math, history, science, and English. And obviously there's a bunch of subcategories under some of these, but we're just looping them all into one. Yeah, we're just going with the whole fucking subject. Yeah, yeah. These are just basically the main, main subjects. And then so. And we're going to speak about our personal experience with them. So it's going to be like. Only up to one year of college each. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we're we're the average person, to be honest. Yeah, like, I I don't know anybody that's graduated college. So I know a couple people, but like, yeah, I would say we're average. So, um, I'll go ahead and go first. All right, cool. So, my first subject here coming off the board for me is is pre- actually pretty easy. I'm gonna go with science. Um, the reason I'm going with science is because ever since I was a little kid, I always loved science. There's always a lot of cool shit going on. Oh, so you're going science? Science, number one, yep. Do you have, um, I'm curious, like what, which science is the one that really popped out at you? Or is it, was it like just general stuff? Uh, just science in general. Um, I don't know. I, I was just always really fond of going to biology. Like just uh, regular biology, right? Yeah, yeah. I was always really fond of going to biology. And to be honest, I don't even remember the science classes we took before then. A lot of it's in high school. And I did a lot of uh, medical-based training. So I did anatomy and physiology and stuff like that. In, in high school? High school yeah. Oh, like those nursing programs yeah, or whatever? Yeah, I was like in those nursing and I took an EMT class. Um, we had to do medical terminology. So... I mean, science was always just really cool to me, how everything kind of works. And um, we got to dissect the cat one time. I was going to ask you, like, what's the thing that you dissected in your school? I'm pretty sure it was uh, it was cats. Cats is weird, dude. Pigs. Like, you guys just had dead pigs. You had, like, dead-ass cats on your table? Yeah, yeah, like, dead-ass cats. It was weird. But they were going to be euthanized anyway, so they were just being used for science. And then we did the frog, too. Which, wow. Like a lot of people do the frog. We only did one animal in my class. It was like a squid or something. I don't remember like a, like a little squid or octopus, some sort of yeah, that uh, that region of animal. I think it was a squid though. Nice, nice. Yeah, not even my biology teacher in high school was pretty cool. He was like he worked for fish and game as a biologist. Right. And he told some badass stories about the shit they did like they'd go out and like have to tag deer and shit. 
and basically they're like chasing these deers with like a helicopter and shooting them with like net guns yeah i was gonna say like biology or like certain subsections of science right as a whole are so much more in depth than like i think some people realize because like biology you hear biology you, you think animals and shit but like I don't think you realize how much like actual work with the animals you do, you know, because it all feels so sciencey in like a classroom. Like, so here's just information. There's no yeah. like real world experience. You know what I mean? But in the real world, it's way more like, oh, I was just fucking like researching these fucking penguins. I'm like in the North Pole or some shit. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just crazy. Like, and I feel like the way that they teach science is a lot more interactive and fun for kids and stuff. Yeah, some some of these I would say have shock value stuff. What do you mean? Well, there's no shock value in math, you know, because it's math. But there's shock value in science because there could be a certain day where something is just like where the teacher gives you something and you're like, oh shit, you know, like if you're in chemistry and they just do some crazy ass little experiment that's like the easiest, simplest thing to do, but you just didn't know about it, so like something dope happens. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. You're you're right. Like, it's more interactive because I mean, there's even like famous. I don't even know if they're scientists or what they are, but they go on like daytime shows and fucking do like cool experiments and shit. Mm-hmm. You even see it with the vloggers and shit. Like David Dobrik, he had like some guy come and make like fluffy foam in his whole house. Yeah, they just do those experiments. It's crazy, yeah. And then um. I think the guy's name is Steve Spangler, like the really famous guy that does like science experiments on TV. And he just does a lot of cool shit, man, where you're just like, you don't, you don't really understand that you're learning some sort of theory in science, but it, the outcome of that theory is fucking legit. Like even just like throwing Mentos and Coke, like that reaction, you know, that's like, that's science at work, you know, it's crazy. Ah, so science comes off number one for you? Yeah, yeah. And just kind of wanted to add one more thing to this. Like, as a child, like, even now I'm thinking about it because we brought up these subjects. I'm like, shit, I wish I would go back to school to be a biologist. It's just so cool, you know, like marine biologist or fucking just a regular, like, it's just endless, like, what you can do. And I know I'm just talking about biology because there's a lot. You can still be like, you can be an astronaut and shit. I don't know. There's so much, but. Yeah, science has always really intrigued me, and it's, like, one of the subjects where I actually, like, sat and paid attention. (laughs) Okay, okay. I'm going to go now. Out of these four, and I'm I'm speaking of, like, my personal experience, Uh not, not like, what I wish I would have taken or could have taken. Okay. I mean, I will probably dive into that a little bit, but I think, personally, out of these four, I really enjoyed history class for, like, number one. Because, like... Obviously, it had its boring parts in, like, school, but it was also simple as fucking school. Like, they would always just give you some random-ass map of some countries, and you fucking color it and, like, draw, like, what civilizations were doing, you know what I mean? Or, like, it was always so, like, you would only touch on certain civilizations. You You wouldn't deep dive unless you took the specific history class for that, you know? So, like, even, like, U.S. history would teach you like fucking the branches of government, but you don't really go into the workings of it. You just kind of learn the basic touch, touch things. Yeah. But I was always interested in like 
going deeper into what it was, you know? So I, when I was in school, I took a bunch of history electives. Like I took Western Civ. Really? I had a U, I did U.S. history. I did, um, well, I did like the advanced U.S. history so that you would learn more instead of just like regular U.S. history. But, um, I don't know. There's just something about learning about fucking the crazy shit that's gone on. Cause like when you take like the world history classes and you learn about like, Greek civilizations and you learn about like crusades, all that shit that happens in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know, perspective. I like perspective. Cause like, I even learned like in history that like, I guess like Mormon people used to be pretty badass back in like the like older and Western days, you know? Cause like not specifically their religion, but like they just didn't take shit from people for believing what they believed. Uh-huh. They'd have like their own little fucking fortresses on like their own little villages and like, you know, they would kill people and shit. So it's always interesting to me to see like the roads that are taken by like certain people and like learning about the people that like rise above everybody else. You know, you got your fucking Martin Luther King's, your Abraham Lincoln's people that just do shit that like everybody knows about. Yeah, it's kind of weird, man, because um I don't know about you, but the history classes I took were shit. Were they? Like like you said, you know, they were very, very uh basic. They're yeah, they're basic. And it's also about like who um like your teachers are so important because like if you have a teacher who can't like hit that spark, you know, just someone who's like dull and mundane or you just don't have a good attitude, like they're just they can fuck up a whole subject for you. That's what I was about to mention, the teachers, because I don't know about you, but like sometimes I'll be scrolling through like TikTok or something and a video will come up that will like who can relate, you know, to this. Right. One of them was like the football coach being the history teacher because I personally experienced that our football coach was the history teacher and he would just basically hand out packets and he did the coloring thing like you said. Yeah. And then even on quizzes, like you didn't even have to study. He'd let you use the fucking the books, the study. He would give you like a review. Uh, yeah, and you could shit. use it. History and classes were easy shit. as fuck to pass. Yeah, yeah. Like he just didn't give a shit. Like it was crazy. I think my thing is just that, like. But I agree with you. The subject itself is very interesting because I've learned a lot more outside of school about history. Yeah, and you and you also yeah class. exactly. Outside of school, you learn a lot or you get inspired to learn more, you know, because you, you'll see something even like in a movie. Let's say you watch a movie about like slavery and then you Google like, is that really how it happened? And then you end up in this whole like thing of like, oh, this is how it happened. This is, these are things that are really like real legit shit that went on, you know? Yeah. Like, I deep dive into like uh, plantations one time. I like, uh-huh. took a deep dive because I watched the fucking movie Django and I was all like, how bad was it really, you know? And like, you see all the shit and you're like, damn, bro. Like that struggle was real. It was like way worse than fucking Django. Well, yeah, I know. I just mean, that's what like sparked my interest in like really going into it. That's so true. Yeah. Cause especially like nowadays, like, do you know how there's a lot of like prejudice still going on and shit and people see that or kids see that in the news and stuff. And it's so easy to just find out information now. Like you can go online and start up looking like civil rights. And then you end up like learning about Martin Luther King. And then that takes you into like these farms, like you said, with slavery and stuff and why he was doing what he did. Yeah, there's that. There's there's important history. And then there's history you just want to know. So like what we don't realize is that so many things go into it. So like I'll be watching a fucking 
sports documentary, you know, and it's history about the sport and it's something you're really invested in. And you're like, oh, shit, you know, like the Michael Jordan thing. You're like, this is what made him the best. That's yeah. why he's so competitive. You know, so like even like shorts, like just small historical things that aren't even really relevant to anything besides their sport or their little thing. It's just cool to learn like what makes those people different. I feel like it's crazy. It's a crazy thought too, that like right now we're living through history. We are like, this is going to be history. That's going to be talked about. We've experienced 10, stuff 20 years in our lifetimes that are definitely going to be talked about. I mean, just to think of some key points, there's going to be probably uh nine 11 will be talked about forever. That's happened. Like just in our lifetime. Uh, Obama being the first black president will be something probably mentioned later, later in history books. Well, yeah, I mean, there's like, like we, we actually weren't born when this happened either though, but we were like, right, right before it happened was like the whole Columbine thing too. Yeah. It was pretty yeah. close to when we were born. The Afghanistan war, fucking Saddam Hussein going down, uh, killing of Osama bin Laden, like so much shit, man. Like it's crazy. And that's just like us history. That's yeah, not even yeah. world Benghazi, shit. Cause, that, Cause they didn't like, like France have that big thing that everybody was like, uh, we stand with France. They're like oh, a terrorist yeah, attack. Yeah, there was an attack there too. Yeah, it's it's weird though, because at least for me, I don't learn a lot about world history. It's more U.S. history. I look up a lot of shit, and especially since starting this fucking podcast, like it sparked my history stuff more. Because like I look at news from other countries just to see like if there's something interesting. Oh yeah, yeah and I get all true. I get all into it. I'm like, oh shit. Present time for us, history later. That's crazy. Yeah. So history for me comes off number one because I just feel like there's so much to learn and like so much value that you can add. That's a, that's a good pick. Uh, I'm I'm on number two here, and this one's a tough one for me to be honest. Um, you know, math like it's really boring to learn in school, but it's crazy how much it's utilized in the real world. Yeah, I without fuck with notice, math. Notice, you know, because like even people that do like laborious jobs, like flooring, framing, things like that, like math is used quite a bit in that. Even if you're just like trying to build something in your house, you know, like like general dimensions. Yeah, and shit. yeah, it's just crazy Wait. how much uh, like construction uses math. Because you know, I, I don't fuck with. Well, like I'll build shit, you know, but I just kind of eyeball it sometimes. I'm like, oh, I need about that much, and then I fuck up and cut it more or whatever. But, and this um, is just basic ass math that we're talking about. We're not even talking like algebra. We're talking like fucking. Is this long enough to fit here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> six like, minus seven. And it's crazy how... Seven minus six? <laughs> how much you can figure out, like, what you need based off math. Because, like... So, you going math two then? Or are you just trying to figure out if you want it well, to I'm be two? I'm just kind of talking about the, the two that I'm trying to decide between. What's the other one? Um, It's going to be... History. History. I, I I don't know. I'm going I'm going with math. Fuck it. I'm right. going with math. Math number two. Yeah, math number two. Just based on the fact that I mean, I never got into the like super upper level math to be honest, because I was like a my mind would drift in class, dude. Like I'd be sitting there and they would be talking and I would just like be thinking about some other shit. And by the time I came back, I missed the whole fucking section and I'm like, fuck. No, uh, okay. But. I feel like math class, though, like, 
<laughs> like I said, it's used a lot in real life because I've worked a lot of jobs where you, you have to use math. Like even just working at Little Caesars, we had to calculate out the amount of cheese that we used and they had some sort of algorithm to figure that out that we had to calculate. Oh, really? Like a little math equation? Yeah, yeah. And it would tell you, you know, you use this much cheese, but you're missing this much cheese. So there's this percentage of cheese missing uh, for waste and stuff. It's just crazy how much math is used and you don't even realize it. Um, but again, I didn't get too high into math. I think what's like the regular uh, thing, the regular highest math. Is I'm like pretty sure it's geometry. I think that, no, I think it goes algebra, geometry, algebra two. Yeah, I don't even think I took Algebra 2. Yeah, I think Algebra 2 is about as high as high school gets if you're just doing the regular like curriculum. Yeah, like core curriculum. But yeah, math number two, just based on the fact that it's used so much in real life and you don't even realize it. You're literally doing math all the time. Just even like paying for shit, budgeting balances, things like that, which I wish it was a subject taught in math, like doing like, taxes, balancing budgets, like shit like that because that's shit you just get out into the real yeah, world what's, have to what's that out. class there's a class that should have taught us that but it didn't it's like uh i had one it was called uh economics no so, no it was something for real life or something at least at my school it was uh, uh, no but what's the general one i think it's like economics or something where they teach you like supply and demand and all that stuff and you go and you go do that world conference yeah like, economics was shit field trip for thing. me too though that's the class that's supposed to teach you that shit and they don't teach you shit yeah, because, I mean, when I got out into the real world, I had to figure all that shit out on my own. Like most people probably. Like credit scores and shit. Credit scores, yeah. Like Interest why rates. Why don't they fucking teach how to get a good credit score? Like obviously you know the general basic of it, but there's like insider secrets that people don't know about. That can really increase your yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I it's, get that. Like that's the sort of shit they should be preparing us for for real life, you know? But I guess it's hard because – they expect people to go to college after high school, and I, I'm sure there's classes there that teach that, but I don't know. All right. Well, even, even colleges fuck you over. The first thing they do is give you a fucking weird-ass loan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, All right. yeah, math. So I got science and math off first. Right. Kind of go hand in hand. All right. Number two for me is going to be science, and not really for reasons, not even scientific reasons, bro. I just remember having dope ass memories in my science classes. So, um, seventh grade here where we live in Idaho is like life science is what they teach you, right? Yeah. And we had um, a teacher's aide who was in our class who was like a college kid at the time, probably like 21 or 23, whatever the age is for when they're going to be teachers now. Uh-huh. And um, I remember him being super dope and making the class hella cool. And then, like, fast forward later to when I'm a sophomore in high school, and then he's now my biology teacher. Really? Yeah. So, like, I, first day I walked in, he even remembered me. And, like, we walked in, and I was like, oh, what up, bro? And he's like, hey. And, and you know, it was just a really cool relationship there. Yeah, yeah. So, like, his class was always hella fun, and he made everything super interactive. And I also I got a girlfriend in biology. Like, I remember specifically <laughs> – like, I'm sitting at my desk. Like, imagine me walking into biology fourth period, right? Okay. And then me and my friend, Steven, we sit in the back of the classroom. And they, they don't have desks. They have those, like, the two-person tables. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. Right? So, I'm, I sit down, and I look down, and on my desk, um, my name, it said my name. And it said, um, it was, like, written in pencil. Like, as if somebody had written on the desk. 
it said like uh something something Gerald. I don't remember specifically what, but I knew it, it was my name because it had my first and last name, right? Okay. So it's talking about me. So then I uh, I wrote on the desk and I was like, Gerald sits here, you know? Okay. And then like the next day I came in and there was like another note and it just became this giant conversation I had on this table, right? Really? Yeah, with like some girl who sat there. So I was like, well, fuck this, bro. I'm just going to go over there like at the end of the class and see who the fuck it is. So eventually that girl ended up being my girlfriend. So <laughs> that's fucking weird. It was yeah, it's a weird way. It's a it was cool, but weird cuz like, you know, it was so random. Yeah, yeah, that's super random. Like I have a bunch of stories from that class cuz I also remember like me and my friend Steven at some point were like too what's the right word? Ram, rambunctious. <laughs> we we were kind of fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah. Um and you know how they do the random seating charts? No, like where they, they ra- let us sit wherever. Oh well, they did like a the guy he wanted to move us, so he did like a randomized seating chart for everybody to move around. Okay, but I don't think he looked at it. So when he was like giving everybody their new spots, me and him like literally just switched seats, <laughs> and he didn't fucking notice. No, so we just switched seats, and it was the same shit. So I remember biology being hella cool, and then I took AP biology my senior year, uh-huh. and like my teacher was the soccer coach. And I don't know, I just had a good relationship with him. I feel like science teachers have this thing where they can really make shit relatable. Like some of my best teachers have been science teachers. They they don't it doesn't feel like they're just throwing a subject at you. It feels like they really want you to understand the subject. It's because they actually enjoy it, I think. Yeah, so like my biology teachers and then I think my uh like physical science teacher were all super cool guys and like I enjoyed the class and I didn't really want to go into the sciences, but like they made that subject that I knew I wouldn't enjoy enjoyable. So I, so I just felt like it was cool to learn it from specific people. So you're basing it like more based on the, uh, the experience, experience you had. Yeah. Not really the subject, class, but the experience yeah. I had it. Cause like I personally think if I took science and like the teachers were just regular, like type teachers uh-huh. that, it, that it would have been really boring for me and I would have fucking hated it, but they made it interesting. And I don't know. You are in shit does fucking you do want to figure out like how shit ticks, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. I wonder if it just kind of comes with the subject, you know, because like I said, I, the teachers I had for science were all were all cool. What do you go in number three? Number three. So I got history and English left. Right. And fuck English. <laughs> say that, F- yeah. Fuck English. Fuck English, dude. Like. All my English teachers were always so boring and dull and I am a pentameter. I almost didn't graduate because of English because I had like all the assignments. It's just hard for me to like write down my thoughts. It's weird. How to like like, articulate your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. Because even in college, like I took a. I took an English class. You have to, right? Yeah. And. Like, my vocabulary isn't very broad, I guess, because I remember reading some guy's paper, and I had no fucking idea what he was talking about because of all the huge words he was using. It's like he picked up a glossary and was finding, like, alternate words for, like, really basic words. It was crazy. Oh, uh, what are those books? A the- uh, thesaurus. A thesaurus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A thesaurus. So, you see, even right there, I just fucked up English. Like, I just... 
it was not my favorite subject. Like I always used to go on quick note chapters. I never read the books. Like I'm keeping history just based on the fact that the subject's like just so interesting. Like we're living in history. But you also didn't have a good history in your um, school? No, no. Remember I told you it was like the football coach. Yeah. Very, very like like you literally didn't have to learn shit. It was all basic. You were just coloring for the most part of it and it was the same shit with economics and like, it was like economics and then history or history and then economics are the two that we switched off in my school. Um, but yeah, the teacher was horrible, but the subject is, is awesome. And, and the other one, like I like books more now. Like I have like a library at home of books. I don't know why I just like to have them, even though we don't read them. No, for the most part, I just like listen to them through audiobooks and stuff. Uh, okay, audiobooks. But I'll follow along with the physical book for some reason. Um, yeah, because books have to like really, really be my like niche, whatever I like. Like I really like Dude, military books. Finding books that interested me was the hardest fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's crazy too because like you know they make movies based on some books. And the books have so much more info. But now, like, I, I really like listening to podcasts. And podcasts are almost like books because, I mean, you're not looking at anything. You're listening to something and just taking information from it. Right. Um, and I feel like that's how the books are, too. Like, you kind of just imagine. Because when I'm listening to, like, a podcast and they're talking about something, I kind of make, like, these pictures in my head of, like, what's going on. <laughs> kind of played out in my head. And that's what I do with the books. But yeah, I mean, like I said, my English teacher was just horrible. Like, it was weird too because instead of just not letting me graduate, what they did was they had me redo all the work that I had missed because I didn't turn in a lot of shit. And it was funny too because I was only in that class for one day because I had all the assignments done, but the teacher just wouldn't let me turn them in late. Oh, really? Yeah. So that one day I was there, literally printed out everything that. You needed and you just gave it to her? Gave it to the to the other teacher because they had taken me out of that teacher's class. And uh, I turned it all in and, yeah, <laughs> I got a C in that class and graduated. But it's just never been a very, very um, interesting class to me, like writing and stuff. Like I said, I felt like such an idiot because somebody had to read my paper too and his, yeah, and they checked his your advice shit. was to go into a thesaurus and find like better words to use or something like that when like i said like his shit felt like reading like a um some shakespeare like some shakespeare yeah like it was you had to decode that shit you know <laughs> it was crazy and i was like man you know i'm sorry i don't have any advice for you i just literally don't understand what you're saying in any of this and yeah i just i i don't know i, I really really hate english it's horrible. So you're taking history over English. You lose history English. Over English. So I went science, math, history, English. Um, I would definitely take English out. All right. Well, I'm go. I have math and English left. A little pro and cons. First of all, math uh, was just my thing. Like for some reason, I don't know why I was good at math. Um. My, I kind of remember that too. My elementary school had like this system where like they still do that shit because my little brother goes to that school and like they split you up into like your math categories uh -huh. while, you're, while you're there. And like a certain group of kids would have, when I was in school, it was like six of us would sit at a separate table and we'd do like 
slightly more advanced math than what you learn in, ele- in elementary, right? Uh-huh. And somehow that just started me on the track of like the first time I went to junior high without even picking my class. They're like, oh, you're an accelerated math, accelerated math, uh, blah, 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 blah. So eventually I ended up doing like calculus in high school and uh, like statistics, Shit. right? I had like two math classes my senior year. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I enjoyed math, man. Math also has that thing where like the teachers – because to be a math teacher, you really love the subject. And I had math teachers who really loved the subject. Uh, I was a teacher's aide for most of my math teachers. Because uh-huh. you know how teacher's aide is always like that thing you want to do just so you can like do nothing, really? It's like your free period. Okay. So we had that as like a choice. So I would always just ask a math teacher, hey, can I be your teacher's aide or can I be your teacher's aide? Because I wouldn't mind sitting there and relearning the lesson. Okay, yeah. I felt like it was like a cheat code. Like, cause I'd go in and I'd watch other people do math from like the math before what I'm doing, the subject before mine. Uh huh. But like, I'm just sitting there doing nothing. So I just stare at the screen and it's like kind of like a refresher course. I was like, oh man, this is how you pass math right here. You just fucking listen to this dude talk for like an hour. <laughs> but, um, I had good relationships with my math teachers. One dude was like a fucking the chess club coach and, um, me and him would play chess in my teacher's aid class uh-huh. as his kids were doing all their work. We would just sit there together and play chess. So that's what like started my fondness for chess. Cause I like playing chess a lot. Um, yeah, math was all around dope. I did have some, I fucking did not enjoy the homework. The homework can be fucking aids though. Sometimes like it'll be a shit ton. And then, the back of the book, for some reason, only has the fucking odd answers. Like, it'll have the answers for question 21 and 23, but not for fucking 22, which is, like, the harder question. Yeah, yeah. All right, before I talk about English, we have to stop real quick and do a commercial. Damn. An ad. All right, we're back. Uh, I was talking about math. I was about to talk about English. Uh, here's something about math, though, that I feel is true for me. When you figure out... Some of those things, like not everything, because some of it was kind of boring. But when you figure out like one of the harder problems or one of the the problems of the more interesting subjects, mm-hmm. I feel like it gave me this like sense of gratification because like I could do it. Because it's like it's like real problem solving, you know. Where like a lot of the other classes, I felt like weren't really problem solving. It was more like here's information, remember the information, and math was like here's the information. Figure this out with it. In math, right? Yeah, in math. Right? So I felt like I was actually using the shit. Right, but I'm going to talk about English. <laughs> English, I have the weirdest reasonings. So, first, English is where you watch the most badass movies in school. You know, that's the, that's the subject where you're going to watch, <laughs> like... Funny, so. That's the subject where you're going to watch, like, the good movies. You know, that's, that's fucking true. That's where you see Titanic. That's where you see a gladiator. That's where you see a knight's tale. I don't know what it was with English, but you were guaranteed like one or two movies a year. Right? I don't know what the fuck that is. I feel like you watched it more than one or twice. One or two times. Yeah, maybe because Romeo and Juliet movie, like I watched we watched an older version and the newer version uh-huh. with like guns and shit. So English had that to it, because I honestly, I feel like it's the only way they could make those subjects fun. It was like, here's movies that incorporate what this really is. That's funny, man. That's so funny. And um, let's talk. Let's talk classic novels in English, right? So, 
To Kill a Mockingbird, they made us read. Um, another one that we read was a uh, Lord of the Flies one year. Uh huh. What's that? Uh, that poem about like hell. You know what I'm talking about? Poem about hell. Yeah, it's about hell. It's about like all the stages of hell. Dante's Inferno. Dante's Inferno was a like a poem book thing that we had to do in the my senior year English. So there was always they always made you do like classic literature like um Tom Sawyer. Uh-huh. You know? So I do give them credit for that at least. For that, for like introducing you to these classic things that have movies and then you really try to you really understand that like there's writers like I don't know, Walt Whitman or somebody like that that's like, you know, at the top of their game and they're like they can do they can really change shit with books. But I fucking hated writing essays, man. Like or like the fucking essay papers, dude. Five pages, six pages. I mean, I used all the cheats. You make the period slightly bigger instead of doing like you know how you do the heading where you move it in a little bit? Like like one inch headings. Mine were always like one point one two. You know, like, so it's slightly move in so your words would... So it could be long enough. Yeah, you know, you always... Everybody did the cheats, bro. You're bullshitting me if you didn't do the little cheats for it. Because, like, I was... I'm a so-to-the-point person. You know, right? So I always felt like I was rambling on. I even had my teachers tell me, I remember specifically, they're like, you do run-on sentences a lot. And I was like, it's because you guys are trying to get me to, like, expand. Dive deep into this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, I'll write out, like... I thought Aragon was good. Uh, this dragon was interesting because of this, right? But then they'll be like, but what made that specific thing interesting to you? And I'm like, well, I fucking liked it. Like, there's no fucking oh deep God. dive into my soul, bro. It's just I fucking liked it, you know? Yeah. There's yeah. no reason the blue fire from the novel made me think of, like, a fucking blueberry or something. I don't know what they want. So, like... I would always get straight to the point and my essays would always be too fucking short. And I'd always have to throw in some bullshit, like extra paragraphs, you know, and I just, I hated that aspect. Cause like, I didn't even mind the reading because although it took me forever to find books that I liked, I would eventually find like a book that I liked. Uh-huh. And then there was like, I liked the more creative shit. So like when they would be like, Hey, write this, but like find your own subject and like give it a twist or something, then I could do it. But like when they would give me like, Oh, write this about this specific book that we're all reading. And then make sure you read chapters seven through fucking 14 by tomorrow. And you're like, fuck dude, I ain't reading no fucking seven through 14, bro. I did my whole fucking <sighs> book report on like Lord of the flies off of chapters eight and nine. Yeah. Yeah. They were the only two chapters I read and I did the whole report. <laughs> And I still got like a B, you know, Fuck, English class made no sense. That's so horrible, man. Like you're just giving me nightmares, like thinking about what you're talking about right now. Yeah. So like, I'm obviously I take math over English because Eng- fuck English, dude. Like for real, there was some teachers I had were super cool and some were interesting. But like for the most part, I dreaded writing. Um, to be honest, I didn't come from a I'm not from we didn't have money like that. Like but nowadays, everybody's got a laptop. Everybody's got Internet. Yeah, yeah. But back then, I didn't have internet. I didn't have a laptop. So I had to really, like, go to libraries, um, make time in the computer rooms, you know? And yeah. I and I hated that. I hated having to, like, 
really like do these reports at the library and like find time because teachers didn't give a shit to just be like oh well you have to do you, you have to do it and you're like yeah. well i don't have internet or you know so i hated the time crunch and a lot of it uh, aside from certain things that were interesting a lot of it was just like shit i didn't even care about like i don't give a shit i mean i'll learn about shakespeare historically but i don't give a shit about like the actual wording of it or like the literature point of view of it. I've just never been a big, big into writing like that. Yeah. I definitely feel that like so much, man. Like, oh God, like I told you, it's like the subject I almost didn't graduate because I mean, I still it. did good in it, but I fucking hated it, dude. No, uh, it's uh, just even talking about it. English. It's gross, dude. <laughs> it's gross. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I'm getting a headache just thinking about English because how much I hated it, man. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, like right now, recently, like when our grandfather passed away, I had to write like a speech because I was I felt like I had to, you know. Oh, I did a speech too, but I didn't write. But it. I, I wrote it down, you know, because I was like, "Fuck it," and it, that that came like so easy to me, and I felt like it was well thought out and everything. But it's because it interested me to do that, you know, like. It came from a real place, but just being, like you said, like being able to write about Tom Sawyer and fucking like Romeo and Juliet, like that shit didn't really interest me. You know, it's, it was very, very hard. Like I said, I, I really only read military novels, like Navy SEAL shit. And that, that's hey, the only I, thing I that do credit me. English with giving me a pretty good vocabulary though. I feel like I do use a lot of like, I can, I can like put my words or I can, I can think up intelligent ways i guess of saying shit i don't know i don't i definitely don't credit english to my vocabulary at all because my vocabulary has gotten way better without english without english like just in real life i've reading shit that i'm interested in i've been able to broaden my vocabulary and like sometimes i'll use words where i'm like did i even use that fucking word correctly and then i'll go look it up you hey know? did you have that fucking kid and i feel like all my english ha classes had that kid that are like You'd get a book to read, and then you'd come in the next day, and, and then he'd be like, yeah, I read the whole book already. And then he'd start reading, like, his own book that he was interested in, and you're like, dude, you fucking read the whole book already? Jesus Christ. And he's like, those, those bookworm people, dude, who could, like, real legit, like, knock out a book in, like, two days or a weekend, and you're like, fuck, man. I feel like we had a few people like that, yeah. Cause, like, I your mean, reading skills are off the charts. There's some kids that would just go home and just read man like my extracurriculars weren't that for sure whatever like, happened to book it's man what the hell's book it's it's when you uh, read a book take the little quiz and get the pizza hut personal pan pizza oh yeah yeah they still do that i know they do that in elementary but i mean they should have carried that shit on through high school i'd be reading <laughs> books if you're giving me personal pan pizzas that's kind of like fucking reward me dog reward me uh, i guess it's kind of weird because the knowledge to me didn't feel like a reward but the pizza did it's like a little kid thing, though, to be honest. I don't know, man. I still eat pizza to this day. Yeah, but I don't know. That, that's that's weird. All right. Well, so I went, I went history, science, math, English, and you went science, math, history, English. Yeah. All right. So we both ended up losing English. Science, math, history, English. Up. So that's the one got to go. Um, I'm sure we brought up good and bad memories for you from fucking high school or as far into college as you got. I don't know. But yeah, uh, bad memories for sure. I fucking hate high school. I hate <laughs> feeling like an idiot and if fucking English does that. So 
Fuck English. Yeah, well, let's move on to something else. So we got some current news. I mean, I kind of want to start off a little bit heavy. All right, get sure. Get lighter, you know. But uh, just a lot of, like, shit with kids going on even just in our state, man. Like, national shit. Like, so the first story was of a two-year-old who was at his grandma's house, and he went missing. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, that's the missing kid, right? Yeah, so his name is Rory Pope. And basically, he got out of his grandma's house. He was missing for, like, two or three days. They couldn't find him. They ended up just, like, kind of pinpointing their whole search effort into this one pond. And there was, like, divers and shit in the pond looking. But they didn't find any anything in there until they actually started draining the pond. And, unfortunately, they found him there in that pond, man. And it's just so crazy. I cannot imagine. I have... I have a baby myself. Well, this kid was visiting his grandparents, right? So, like, his parents weren't even around. His grandparents, yep. So, like, that's some shock shit. Like, imagine, like, sending your kids off with your parents and they're totally fine. And then, you know, you get a call, fucking your kid's missing. And then you get a call two, three days later, you know, we found his body. I could not imagine that, man. That's fucking hardcore shit. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know what I would do, to be honest. I... So that was one of the stories and, you know, hopefully the, the family can find peace because that's, I could not imagine, like I said. And then the other story was of a nine-year-old who was so severely abused that he ended up passing away. I saw that, dude. Those fucking people who, like, had him locked in closets and, like, beating the shit out of him and stuff. Yeah, it's just so crazy to me, dude. Because, I mean, I could not imagine getting so mad at my kids where, like, I have to get to that point, you know? Well, true. And you see stuff like that in the news. Like, there's always the, uh, uh, sad to say, there's always the story like that, right? And you'll be like, oh, in, uh, I don't know, in Illinois, this happened. In um, fucking Missouri or some shit, right? Yeah. But this one happened here, and it's happened, like, this fucking weekend or some shit. It was, like, this week, right? And, like, obviously, everybody here learns because of the, new, the local news stations first. And you're like, fuck, dude, these people were doing that shit. That's what's so crazy to me, you know, it's so close to home and especially with the whole quarantine thing, they did say that this would be going up, um, like cases of abuse and stuff. And it's just sad, man. Cause I mean, there was that whole, uh, Gabriel Fernandez thing that went around, you know? Yeah. This the big like movie documentary thing. The, the similar thing. It's the same thing, you know, like, God damn. But just, you know, two kind of real heavy things we wanted to bring up and, Especially since they're from our state, you know, um, it's just really, 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 really horrible. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that is, uh, you know, I feel like you can wrap your head around it if you're the onlooker like us. You know, not not like the actual abuse, but like what happens, right? Like you see it and you see it for what it is and then you, you like you make your assumptions or whatever, your opinions. Yeah, yeah. But then like when you try to think of it of the point of view of like, who it affects because like you think of that little kid who drowned in the pond right and his parents weren't there he's only two you know and so like that there's no real life lived yeah because yeah. like for us our grandfather recently passed and like although it hurts you as a family like there was a life lived he had a life he had a you know, he was able to do what he wanted to, like, do in his life and stuff. Like, he lived way longer than most people. And- yeah, so, like, you can, we can take solace in, like, 
his actions and like what he's accomplished and like how he affects the whole family. But like people like that losing somebody before they even get a chance to like even go to school or something is crazy. It's just so crazy, man. And I mean, it's something that's like out of anybody, but like really intermediate family control, you know? Cause like with the little boy that's two years old, somebody didn't see him for a while. Cause I mean, if you just take your eye off them for a second, you know, you can, maybe they made it out the door or whatever you run outside and you can still see them, you know? And with the nine year old, you know, like what is he supposed to do? He can't leave the situation he's in, you know, it's, that's what's so hard for me to wrap my head around. Yeah. The nine year old one is, is terrible too, because like I know people who um, live on the street of where it happened. Right. Uh-huh. And no one suspects it at all. It's so like abrupt, you know, you, most people nowadays, it's not the fifties anymore. You know, you don't really know your neighbors that way. Yeah. yeah. You don't have like neighborhood potlucks and neighborhood firework celebrations anymore. It's more personal at home, private. So like you can be living right next door to someone fucking monstrous like that, doing shit like that. And you don't find out until, you know, the police are there and it's too late to even do anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, a lot of this shit's like kept inside the home, you know? Like, if she was beating him and, like, giving bruises on his body or his arms, she probably just put, like, or he just probably put, like, long sleeve shirts on him. I don't know, man. Well, even now with quarantine, you don't even have to send him to school. There's no one. There's no teachers to look. Yeah, yeah. That's just so crazy, man. I just. Poor, poor kids, man. Rest in peace to them. And, uh, you know, the people that did this to them. There's a special place for them, I believe. So just two uh, very sad stories coming out of here. But you had some other things too, right? All right. Well, let's talk about some more uh, lighter. It's it's lighter and it's also like super interesting to me. So there's a a YouTuber called Mr. Beast. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. Obviously, he's fucking huge on YouTube. He's got like 40 million subs. Super huge. Jesus. He does all these challenges for money with his friends, with random people. Like... In his videos, it seems like he really gives back to his communities. Yeah, he really does. And um, so his most recent video really like gave me a weird perspective on the life of like his his influence. Right. Okay. So he's got four small YouTube channels. You're talking like sixty thousand, seventy thousand average view videos, right? Uh-huh. People who aren't really making money like that. Like they got audiences, but they're not really making money like that. They're not huge. Yeah, yeah. And he does a challenge video, like last one to take their hand off of this box wins. And then he'll give them a shout out where he like pleads to his own fans to follow them and subscribe to them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the kid, the guy who won was a YouTube channel called zealous who I looked at it. Cause I watched the video the day it came out and I went to go look at his channel. He had like, I think like 200,000 subscribers or some shit. Yeah. And he won it. He got the shout out. And now he's at like over a million, like a million point five. Last he's almost we looked. got like a million and a half. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Last we looked right. And in terms of, in terms of like YouTube, like he's going to start making real money. That really could, that really changed his life. You know, he's going to start making real money and assuming he can keep his audience and keep it growing. You know, I was kind of looking at his views before and he was, with those views, you can make a decent amount, but now he's like, yeah, well, yeah, now he's in like life changing amounts. So. Yeah, yeah, now he's like in the whole 
Uh, it's you, trending. You're going to get recognized by real brands now. You're going to have real sponsorships. Stuff like that, right? Yeah, because just based off the trending, you can make so much money. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so I feel like he's going to... I don't know. Just the influence that that Mr. Beast has, it's crazy to me. He's able to change someone's life just like that, just by giving them a shout out, just by saying their name in one of his videos and pleading, you know, it's like, damn, bro, that's how much your fans like ship you and respect you. Yeah. I mean, just alone, he has like 40 million subscribers and you know, what's one, one million of that. It's like nothing almost. It's crazy. But I'm thinking that, uh, you know, all the influence that he had was just so crazy, crazy. Um, you know, and like you said, he does a lot of crazy shit, though. Mr. Beast does. Yeah, he gave away a fucking island, right? <laughs> yeah, fuck. You know, I mean, obviously he does it with his friends because, like, he does give back to, like, food banks and shit. But when you when you get to that type of level, you also want to bring your own people up, you know? But I just, I don't know, that that was just a weird perspective for me. I was like, this dude can change someone's life like that just by giving them a shout out. That's so much, like, power. But it's also something you, I feel like you, he can't just shout out a shit ton of people because no one's going to care. But he can just, like, pick out a random dude and be like, you know what? Here's a fucking million subscribers out of nowhere. And then let them do what they do. Yeah, it's just so crazy how many... uh well, how much good he does, too, because most of his videos that go viral, he's helping people out. So, I mean, good for him and lucky for that guy. I mean, literally people build brands around fucking YouTube channels. So, good for him. Yeah, so shout out. That's crazy, but I don't know, man. It just seems like some power. That's some, like, I don't know. That's some world leader shit. <laughs> Put you on like that, like nothing. Yeah, and I'm not sure if a lot of people know, but, like, Mr. Beast started doing some stupid shit man like just crazy shit i would call him like a dollar tree david blaine sort of stuff you know? <laughs> dollar tree yeah his videos are weird are crazy. like it's 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 like just crazy shit like i think he sat there one time and just said pewdiepie like a million times or something and she it's people stuff people you know shock value shit and he's really good at uh making like his uh what's those things that they the clickbait, you know, clickbait gets you. Yeah, he's but like then, perfect at the clickbait. But then the is. video actually backs it up, so he's big time. But uh, something else that I saw that was really interesting is, uh, I don't know how many tennis fans there is, but a lot of the times you hear of, like, the best, best tennis players, they're the ones in the Gillette commercials. Yeah, yeah. And all that shit, you know? So uh, you got um, Novak Djokovic, who uh, is, like, number one ranked in the U.S. Open or whatever. Uh-huh. And there's a video going around where he, uh, you know how they have tennis balls in their pockets sometimes, or yeah. like they like get thrown one and they put it in their pocket or whatever. It looks like he grabs it and he like throws it up and then hits the ball back behind him towards just like what he figured was the the wall, the matting, so like one of the judges could pick it up and move it away. Uh huh. But he ends up hitting that line judge like in the fucking neck with a tennis ball. I don't think it was a line judge, was it? It was like one of those ball people that run up and grab the balls. No, it's a line judge. Oh, it's was what, it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because they stand uh, like right by on the edge of the line, the, like the top of the lines or whatever. Uh-huh. But it could have been, I don't know specifically what it was, but he hits her in the neck. Uh, I don't know if it was a he or she, but it looked like a she. She went down, um, 
and then he gets disqualified and he's like the number one ranked person in this tournament right yeah yeah and in the video it didn't look intentional at all right but he hit her and he got disqualified i don't know man you think like he'd know where those people are he wouldn't just like randomly hit it because to be honest like i don't think his intention was to hit her in the neck but he hit it too hard or but something? he was hitting it at the person that was there that's why I thought it was a ball person, like because sometimes you'll see like somebody run out to the court. Yeah, to pick up the ball. Yeah, that's why I thought it was because I thought he was just giving them the ball. So I guess there's that's a lot of questions that I'm not sure of. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's weird to me that they would disqualify him. You'd think they'd give like a warning or something the, like, the, hey, don't do that. Yeah, again. the highest ranked players, like some sort of leniency. But I guess that the you know. You break a rule, you get disqualified. You can't be mad when they uphold their rules. Yeah, that's true. I mean, as long as everybody gets treated fairly, I'm cool with it. But still, I mean, I think they should do more digging than just make assumptions. Well, yeah, well, if you look at it from like, because first of all, the U.S. Open, I don't know how, what kind of TV ratings you get at that those type of events. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure the people running them and stuff aren't happy that like their best person's or one of their best people is uh, just going to be disqualified. You know, he's not going to compete in the tournament now because he uh, hit that girl or yeah. guy, whatever it was. I think it was a girl. Yeah, I know I'd be upset if I was him. Like, I guess, was it like a permanent? I mean, uh, no, it's just a disqual- disqualification or? from that tournament. From the whole tournament? Yeah, yeah. From that. Shit. Like just that one time event, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tough, man. It sucks, but, you know, why are you doing weird shit like that? Speaking of weird shit. Uh, what's weird? You hear about Carol Baskin? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Carol Baskin, bro. You actually told me this, and I was shocked. Like She's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars, man. Like, Well, if you don't know who, te- who Carol Baskin is. You've been living under a rock. Uh, she's the crazy tiger lady from... Um, the Tiger King, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, Tiger King. You never even actually watched that, did you? I did, but I didn't finish it. I got like episode eight, I think. I was gonna say, goddamn, how do you even know about Carol Baskin? But she's uh she was in there. She's I think she killed her husband. Have you ever watched the show? She's you know, there's some I think she fed her husband to like a tiger or some shit. You know, it's kind of funny because like But now she's on Dancing with the Stars. I thought they put likable people on that show, and I don't. Well, I, I don't the thing know about that likes her. The thing about it is, you want to put likable and unlikable, right? Because you want the unlikable people to like be the, like a nemesis or like what the fans boo against, but still show up to boo. I guess I don't know, man. Uh, it wouldn't be my first pick, to be honest. It's crazy, man. How do you go from being like the tra- crazy tiger lady to now you're on fucking Dancing with the Stars? That's true. First of all, she doesn't look like she can dance for shit. I know they teach you, but, like, she doesn't look like she can dance for shit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure they're going to, like, use her in, like, some sort of weird mascot way, you know, or, like, all her outfits are going to have, like, some sort of tiger print, uh, cheetah print. She's probably going to request that because that's all she wears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's so weird to me to think that, like, they're putting people like that on, like, national television and shit. Yeah, I I don't think it's a good call, but I mean, who am I? 
Carol Baskin, bro. She had that 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 rap song about her, that like spoof song. Yeah, it was like Carol Baskin killed her husband, slacks him. Yeah, that shit was catchy as fuck. I don't know what they're thinking. That's crazy, but it's not as crazy as fucking MGK wearing a dress to the VMAs, bro. Yeah, I had no idea it was a dress. I just saw that it was pink. It's a fucking pink dress. This dude wore a pink dress to the Video Music Awards, right? Uh Uh-huh. Fucking weird, dude. Like, weird, man. Especially coming off of... not. It's not super, super recent anymore, but... You know, the comparisons are there. Eminem fucked him up in that rap battle. Now the dude's wearing a dress. So now people are putting up memes like, damn, Eminem beat this guy so bad, now he's gay. Yeah, I, I did see that. Not, not that there's anything wrong with being gay, but like, <laughs> he just really, 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 I don't know what's going on with him, to be honest. Well, I saw a thing. He said he did it as like a publicity thing, you know, because like, he's just like, oh, everybody's mad, huh? You know, because I wore that, trying to like be like uh, controversial. Uh-huh. But I don't think it's that everybody's mad. I think it's that everybody thinks you're stupid. Yeah, everybody's just in shock. Like, yeah, what the hell are you it's doing? Like you, you weren't making a political point. You weren't making a, I don't know, a point in any kind of relevance to anything. You were just wearing a dress, and the internet just took that shit and started making fun of you. I just think you should be more worried with, um, like, putting out good music than... Well, he's doing, like, pop albums now, too, because Eminem gets credit for, like, ruining his career so bad that he's going to put out, like, pop music. Pop albums? Yeah. Because let's face it, man, he lost that rap battle and his song wasn't even that bad, but he just got destroyed because it was more of a rap battle than a song battle. And um, <laughs> I don't know what's going on through his head, man. He's wearing dresses. He's uh, doing pop music now. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not an MGK fan, but um, I'm not either. His name is stupid. Machine Gun Kelly. It's a weird name. But, I mean, that's what the hip kids like nowadays, bro. It's crazy. No, nah, man. The hip kids nowadays like weird-ass rainbow colory shit. But, uh... <laughs> I don't know. It just makes me laugh so much. I'm a, I, I'm a big Eminem fan. I think I've said it multiple times. So, like, just the connection to him destroying careers. You know, he uh, did. he's done it multiple times in rap battles. And now you see fucking... MGK doing shit like wearing dresses to the award <laughs> shows and God stuff. And you're, you're just like, damn, dude, he hurt you on a mental level. Yeah, yeah. He like subconsciously invaded your brain and made you fucking dumb. God damn it, MGK. And like, here's, uh, I don't even know where to start with MGK, man. Like, he's just trying to stay relevant, I think, because like I said, he's not bringing out any music. Just, like, doing these crazy things. Like, he's with Megan Fox, too. Oh, is he? Yeah, that's what they're saying. So, I don't know. FMGK. But, you know, kind of going back to the gay thing, because gay means happy. And I want to talk about something that made me happy. Um, Well, uh, You hear about these sinking boats? Or was it, is there something else you wanted to bring up? Or what? No, the sinking boats is cool. But just uh, we have to cut to another little mini commercial. Bro. Oh, shit. And right, then we'll go. come back with the sinking boats. All right, and we're back with uh, happy things that make me happy. So, okay, uh, I guess there's like a Trump boat parade. Yeah, it's like a boat rally of some sorts. 
and a bunch of the boats were like sinking and shit. <laughs> yeah, the, the water was choppy, and then a bunch of the boats sank. That's so fucking awesome, man. So it's like an analogy, bro. You can't even keep the boat afloat. How's he gonna keep the country afloat? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't, when I when I read it, I was like, oh shit. But then when I saw it, I was like, hell yeah. It's just funny, man. I don't even understand the mind process for a boat rally for anything, you know, especially in, they're like in a lake, right? Um, is that what they were doing? I don't know if it was a lake or a, I think it's a lake. Cause it's not like a river. Like I could see it on a river. Cause then you can all like go in like a line, you know, and it looks like a parade or like a rally. But like, if you're like in a lake and you're all just floating out there. Yeah. Yeah. Having like some sort of weird Trump party. Oh, it was like a, I think it was like, cause it was in Texas and I don't think there's, I don't know if there's lakes. I don't know if I can know Texas, but I think it was like in the ocean probably, but I guess it, there was so many boats and the bigger boats were like creating waves, like huge waves. Yeah. And it was making like the smaller boats sink. So yeah, they were saying they were all sailing too close to each other. So the water got all choppy <laughs> yeah, around the boat. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So, you know, that's just stupid, bro. I don't know. The, a boat rally, bro? That's so dumb to me. But uh, they did a Trump boat rally, and a bunch of the boats sank. And, you know. That's so funny as hell to me, man. Like, because when we went jet skiing, there was uh, people, like, they had made, like, a little island in the middle because they had a pontoon boat. Right. And then a bunch of, like, smaller boats around it. And they had a Trump flag, too. And I was like, damn, why couldn't it have been them? <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see those people, but uh, I don't know, man. It's just <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's man. Just so stupid, dude. Boat rally—that's like the weirdest fucking type of movement to do. It's like, who are you even trying to get to see it? They do like, that shit all the time. There's dude. no audience at the fucking ocean or the lake. Because one of our nieces, she like. I remember because I have her on Snapchat and she posted something. Our niece. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was one of them. Um, or somebody on my Snapchat story. I don't remember who posted something about Trump. Because there was a bunch of people like on a bridge waving a bunch of Trump shit, you know. All right. And she was on a boat going under the bridge and they were like waving that shit. But I like seeing the videos where like. People are doing that shit, and then somebody will drive by or go by, and they're bumping fuck Donald Trump. Oh, the song? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Damn. A lot of good shit going on, man. I didn't think there was so much, but... Yeah, there's a bunch of weird, interesting, like, information, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But uh, let's move on to the hypothetical moment, bro. It's time to resolve the episode. So uh, we do hypotheticals all the time, and the hypothetical for this episode is... If you were on death row, what would your last meal be? It's kind of funny because I've thought about this. Wait, because it always it's interesting to think about if you've ever seen a movie where there's a death row inmate. Because I've gone down that shithole of like being up late at night and you like look up one thing and that thing leads you to another. Oh, thing. so you ever seen that thing where it shows like what people's real last meals have been? Because some people pick the just the most weird things. Yeah, yeah, I have seen that. And somebody asked for, like, a bunch of tubs of ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Somebody had, like, a five-course meal. I saw one where one dude only had, like, a black cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, I, I did I did actually hear about that one as well. 
And I was like, damn, dude. But then again, like, it's not like those people get killed immediately, you know? So you're in there for years and years. And sometimes you just want to say, like, fuck it to those guys. Or uh, you just don't even care about the meal because you're, like, in solace of, like, you're about to die. Yeah. Um, it's so hard, too, because I always think, like, why are they giving them this last thing, you know? Because a lot of the people that are on death row is like, they just some fucked up shit, you know? Well, I think it's just a way to keep humanity. Like, you have to feed them, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and you I feel, want I, it to be what they want? Yeah, like, on the last day, I don't know, it's just like a sense of, like, they should be able to eat it's kind of like something. It's a twisted thing, dude, because, like... Something from society again? You know, who's, who's uh, footing the bill? The taxpayer, you know? The law-abiding citizen. But I guess I, guess I get what you're saying. But yeah, man, you got any thoughts about what, what your last meal would be? All right, so my last meal, uh, first, one quick question. Is this assuming that the person you want to cook it cooks it, or they, do they cook it? Or is it, let's just say it's that, like the best you've ever had? No, I mean, they're giving you the, wherever they can get it, they're going to get it, but you don't know who's cooking it or anything. But you, your intention, or the thought of picking it is just what you hope it's going to be, right? Yeah, like, I'm not going to say I want a steak, but I want it cooked by Gordon Ramsay, right? It's like, I want a steak, and you're going to be specific about it. Like, I want a ribeye steak. All right, well, if I had my last meal, and I had to choose, I would want, I know they let you get a bunch of shit, so I think I'd get a, I would want some ribs, barbecue ribs, and then, uh, I'd get a Mountain Dew for the drink for sure. Okay. Barbecue ribs. I would want some soup that my mom makes, like the Mexican soups. Uh-huh. Um, for sure, I'd want one of those because it's like my favorite thing to eat. I'd want that. The ribs. Um, I'd probably get like a side of mashed potatoes with no gravy and uh, like corn mixed in there. Uh-huh. Because I like corn inside the mashed potato, like with the mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd go with something like that. And I think I'd want like some sort of dessert too. And I, th- I think I'd go with like, bro, I don't know. There's so much to pick from. It's so hard to think of like, what would you want to eat last? I think I'd want like some Mexican bread. Like the... <laughs> That's kind of weird. When I was thinking dessert, I was thinking that too. I was like, "Well, yeah, because it could be anything, you know. It could be a candy, but it's got to be the good shit, you know." But like, I want the good shit. I don't want one of those fucking barquitos or whatever, dude. No, yeah, I would want like the sugar donut, the cupcake thing that they make, and like, um, dude, I'm losing. What's the main thing? The concha. That, yeah, there you go. I was like, what? Why can't I think of the fucking word? <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I had the picture in my head. Um, that's, that's probably what my last meal would be. Oh, and then my mom, she makes like these like, uh, potato tacos. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like fried the crispy ones. Yeah, yeah. The fried ones. Some of those too, bro. It'd be like a, the meal was smorgasbord, bro. Yeah. It's a lot, but most of it is centered around like the favorite things that I had like growing up. I feel like that's, that's cool, man. Those are, those are good choices. I got. I'm going to have like a traditional steak dinner, to be honest. Traditional steak dinner. All right. Honestly, I'm going to be specific. I'm going to be like, 
hey, can I get some A5 Wagyu beef? Like, <laughs> okay. medium rare. I want that shit. Like, flown in. Flown I, want, in. I want a fucking baked potato, but I want if I want the best potato you can find. <laughs> I guess I can't really make demands like that, but it'd be a, a Wagyu steak. And then I'd want a potato and fucking mac and cheese. Like, that would be like the main thing I would want, right? Right. But then on top of that, like, I'd have to go back to my roots a little, you know, and ask for something like some tacos, some carne asada tacos. Okay. That would be like a carne asada. Yeah, that would be maybe like my appetizer. I'm going to go f- like four or five course meal, which I don't even know what that entails, but we're going to go appetizer, fucking some carne asada tacos, the steak dinner for. My main course. We didn't... I don't think I heard you talk about it, but my drink... I just went Mountain Dew. Yeah, Mountain Dew. My drink would probably be like some apple soda, dude. That shit's so good. Okay. Um, and then dessert. I'm kind of like... I'm going to have to go all out with dessert, dude. Like, I don't know why, but pie was coming into my head. Like some nice fucking... To be apple. honest, I've never been a big dessert guy. I always go like ice cream... Or like, like some apple pie with ice cream and then some Mexican bread. Like, yeah, the Mexican bread, dude. For some reason, that just popped into my head. I was like, I've got to have that shit before I die. I've really been into like these like round sugar like balls that you can like split in half. You've probably seen them as red ones with coconut on the outside. Oh yeah, yeah. But these are white ones that like are just like it's almost like a donut. It's weird, but um, I choose that. And then sometimes they have like the slices of cake too. Get the one of those fucking, I don't know, dude. It's just so crazy to think that that would be my last meal. You know, I'd have to really, really enjoy it. I question even the appetite for it. Cause like in that situation, like, can you even eat it? You know, you'd be surprised because when you get put on death row, it's like a 10 year process or something like, yeah, it takes forever. Cause there's a shitload of appeals that have to be made. And like the documentary I watched, the guy was like, he volunteered to be killed. It was crazy. Uh, okay. He just skipped all the appeals and shit. And yeah. Just yeah. Do me like, as soon I as just want to be. Yeah. I just want to end it already. And, um, I don't even think they talked about his last meal, but I don't know. It's fucking crazy to think that shit, man. <laughs> I'm just like picturing right now in my head, like, Oh, I probably killed somebody. Well, yeah. Cause for us, since we're not in the situation. So we think about it and it's like, Oh, it's easy to come yeah, up with what we eat. It's right? easy to come up with a super meal, you know, but if you were there and living it, like I'm sure your stomach would like, I don't know if you'd even be able to eat it. And if you did, you know, there's, I'm sure there's no joy. I mean, there's maybe a little bit of joy, but like, not really, you know, yeah. Followed by sorrow and shit. Yeah. That, that's a tough ass question, but I mean, I was able to answer it. Like, yeah, those would be mainly be my like, those would be my things that I would get. Maybe I'd probably add to the drinks like some haritos or something. I don't know. Yeah, that or was chata. Mine was pretty much what I want. And I would want like a lot of each, you know, like, and not, I wouldn't want like a half rack. I'd want like a full rack of ribs. I would want like, uh, like a whole pot of the soup. Yeah, yeah, I w- fuck. Yeah, I would want like... You just stuff yourself? Yeah, like I would fucking stuff Food myself, coma, bro. bro. Food coma, man. That's crazy. And then, you know, go get killed for whatever I did. Crazy shit, man. That was, that was like a pretty straightforward one got to go, you know, not 
too much thought because i mean for the most part we already know the shit we like you know well the thing about it is is like this is something i feel like everybody could think of because like you're not there but then you could all you would also think oh what would i want to eat what are my, my favorite food yeah what know? are my favorite foods but uh the the hypothetical itself doesn't really touch on like what if you were a death row inmate like what would your experience be it's more about what your final meal would be yeah 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 because I'm sure the experience itself, if we talked about that, it'd be like, damn, bro, I don't know, sit in a cage for like 10 years like that? Shit. Knowing that you're going to be killed, yeah. Yeah, knowing that you're going to be killed. And they're doing it a lot crazier because the documentary I watched too, just to kind of get into a bit a little bit more than just the food, you know? Um, I guess the medication that they use to give people to die like that or whatever. The injection thing? Yeah, yeah, like the pharmaceutical companies stop making it so now they're using like some sort of drug or something that's like really big in the streets oh so okay. it's just so crazy man like i don't know if i'd maybe i'd have to write that shit down before Dude, think of the thought process because like all right so you're on death row and i'm sure it just kind of becomes routine at one point you know your whole life becomes like this routine because you're stuck in their system yeah yeah but then you get that notice from like your lawyer or whatever the, the courts or whatever where they where they set your date yeah where you have like a concrete date that they're gonna kill you okay do you think that i feel like that would really like flip a switch in your head and you'd be like that's when you start to get nervous that's when you start to get really anxious that's when you start to feel you know all the emotions because i feel like having the set date there's a real counter on it now. You've officially lost all your appeals. Yeah, yeah. I don't know because, you know, like we talked about previously, like it's it's a long process and it's probably emotionally draining. But, I mean, at the end of the day, whoever's has this choice put upon themselves, I feel like for the most part they deserve it. So I don't know, dude. I've seen some crazy documentaries and like movies and shows about like Falsely accused, or yeah. Falsely accused, not fa falsely accused, but not in the way of like um, an equality type standpoint, right? It's not like oh, you were accused because somebody was being petty, right? But like, I watched a lot of movies about like specifically this black lawyer who moved to like the southern states. I can't remember if it was like Alabama or something, somewhere where like black people were killed a lot on death row, right? Uh huh. But for like reasons that made no sense that were like not factual that were completely like just bullshit, like racist ass reasons. Uh -huh. And these people were all put to death and like put through the death row system. And I was like, fuck dude, so many people just got fucked over because like of a racial thing and the state didn't give a shit. They were just throwing out like killing dates, like whatever It's like, all right, get rid of them, get rid of them. You know, that's crazy. Yeah. It's actually, it's a movie and you should watch it. I don't remember what it's called, but it's got a, it's got uh, the Killmonger dude in it. What's his name? The Creed 2 guy. Yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember his name right now. Yeah, what the fuck? What's his name, dude? Fuck it. It's bugging me. It's like on the tip of my tongue. Andrew? Anthony? Anthony something? Well, um... I don't know. I can't think of it. I'll share. I'll think of it after. But that was the hypothetical. Uh, what would your last meal be on death row? Make sure to let us know. Yeah, I'm actually kind of interested in knowing. Because, like, I feel like it's so different for so many people. I feel like it's so, like, based on what you were raised with. 
or like what's your favorite just something you fell in love with i guess food wise yeah i think sorry i'm gonna michael b jordan is michael b jordan dude yeah yeah yeah. sorry but yeah good one i'm gonna go man 30th episode congratulations man to us oh yeah we did it all right peace peace